Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to Living the Dream with Curveball, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by the founder of Static Solar, B.D. Erickson. He has been helping people that are suffering from electromagnetic hypersensitivity. He's also provided dozens of quality jobs in the state, Montana. So we're going to be talking about electrical pollution and everything that he's doing. He has also been mentored by Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. So, BD, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Curtis. Why don't you start off by giving us a little bit of background about yourself? So I started my life, my young career in the rock and roll business in the music industry, putting on 20 and 30 band, three-day music festivals in Western Montana. I thought that that was going to be my future. One of the interesting things that happened to me is we signed bands to a 30-band 30, 30 show spanning three days, and we hired everybody. We had deals with Pizza Hut, which was a big deal to me as a youth. Mountain Dew, this is before Red Bull. You know, We had Mountain Dew and then all the security and the fencing and the, the porta-potties and the drop in the sound and the, the music and the, the electricity and all the costs that went into it, planning on paying those from the revenues of the concert. We've been doing these music festivals once a year for several years and always did very well. Well, Curtis, it rained. It rained absolutely positively hard for three days. And it's very hard as a music goer to put your tent in the car and and go stand in the rain for three days, listen to music. And so it rained out. Very few people came and we owed everybody money. And so what happened is in, in, a, in a day, I went from being this young rock and roll producer who saw himself on the up and cool as someone who had a terrible reputation, owed everybody money, didn't pay his bands. And I was exceedingly depressed. My woman told me that she was expecting our son. And I felt that I had failed not only everybody in my business, but my very important immediate family and was just struggling to find motivation and not check out. My father, who loved me, scooped me up and took me to a Tony Robbins event. Now, Curtis, Tony Robbins wasn't there. It was at a chiropractor's shop. It was just shot on a screen. But I listened and I, I absorbed it. And we broke a board and it impacted my life. So I spent the next 10 years, roughly, finishing my Master University in Leadership Academy at Tony Robbins, and then became part of the crew and traveled around the world, firewalking people and enjoying watching people have those aha moments, those transformational moments, or those moments in life maybe where they've believed something, something about themselves. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have the right education. I don't have the right family. That's not for me. I'll never be like her or look like her or be as fit as him or I'm not tall or whatever, whatever we each struggle with, our story. Watching people break through that, watching people believe that, that that's a belief and that that thing, whatever it is, only has the power over them that they give it. And when you break that instantly, you see a transformation and anything is possible. And so I really felt that that, that would be the journey of my life. 
I love coaching. I love helping people. I've been a speaker on stage all over the world. And it's one of the funnest things you can do. It, you know, Jesus said there's more happiness in giving and receiving. And so when you coach, when you mentor those things, that is a very high level of giving. And it indeed is extremely satisfying. Well, on that journey, something happened. My wife was killed in an auto accident. So my son and I moved back from Hawaii to Montana. And Curtis, we bought this nice home, but under huge power lines. And he and I didn't really think about it when we bought it. In fact, it was, we were, we'd been there for a few days. Where our town go right over our roof almost. Did you notice these? And we had to laugh about it because they're ugly. Curtis, we didn't laugh about it because we thought they were harmful. We just thought they were ugly, right? So the last you know couple of years, my son has had perfect attendance in school. Said straight A's for grades. And mom passes in the first year was very hard, but he still was an excellent student in good spirits for the most part. We were both suffering emotionally, but you know, he was in good spirits for the most part and didn't miss school, was liked by teachers and got good grades. Well, that following year, our world just really began to change. Sickly, missing school, suffering terrible anxiety over things that were very real to him, but didn't seem real to me, certainly not at a level worthy of all the fear. And the grades dropped and the attendance dropped. And I really thought, you know, what's the missing factor? Is it that his mom was just such a great mom? Am I not a great parent? What is it? Well, Curtis, as I really began to investigate what my son was suffering, this anxiety, depression, inability to sleep, those symptoms line up with EHS, electrohypersensitivity. And that is when you are sensitive to an overexposure of e pollution, dirty electricity, internet, Wi Fi, you know, the cell towers. And, you know, people, you know, wonder is this real? Is it pseudoscience? I had those same questions I'm trying to help my child. I, wondered those same things. And when you go down this road, sometimes they ask you if you're wearing a foil hat, you know, if you're being silly, can you get HBO on your fillings? Well, I began to recognize that if you're talking about a human self, let me be very careful about what you say, right? The AMA and the CDC and the FDA, they're very watchful of what you say about human health, but animals, not so much. I didn't know that it was extremely well-documented that dairy cows, the production and quality of their milk. And think about the size of this industry. Cheese, milk, butter, ice cream, yogurt. I mean, the list goes on. Multi-billion dollar industry. They know, it's well documented, that a dairy cow's quality size production of the milk is in direct proportion to the limited amount of dirty electricity or alternating current they're exposed to. When I was a kid, I thought that the way an electric fence worked is that the cow would hit the electric fence. He would get shocked. He wouldn't like it. He learns. He avoids it. No, 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 sir. Cows do not get hit by electric fences. They don't go anywhere near it. They don't like it. They can sense it. They avoid it. They don't go near it. So I found that that was very well documented. Next, what does the grass look like under power lines? It's less. It's not bushy-er. It's not healthy-er. 
it's healthy less, right? It's bushy less. And in our yard, we never have to vacuum mow underneath those power lines because there's very little grass on the edges. It's, it's yellow. Greenhouses, indoor grows, strawberries, tomatoes, ganja, you name it. These greenhouses and grows know that the plant life does not like the dirty electricity. In fact, I've seen pictures of the plant growing towards the water or towards the light and away from the current. I thought, okay, I'm getting somewhere. Now, I'm not grass. I'm not a strawberry. I'm not a cow. But I'm biological. The sheer fact, the uncontestable fact that it's bad for cows, bad for plants, bad for vegetation, wouldn't it have to follow that it would also be bad for me? Bad for my child? So I started on this path. I quickly realized it's not really a matter of whether or not it's bad. It is. It's not really a matter of whether or not it's harmful. It is. That's, that's proven and not really argued. The question then became, how bad is it? How much is too much? And I, I say this, would you suggest that someone eat fast food every day for every meal? No. Why not? It's not healthy. It's processed. And it's got a lot of calories and fat. But if you had some French fries occasionally, well, that wouldn't hurt you, right? Would you tell a person to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day? Not if you love them. But if they had a couple of cigarettes in college, I think they're going to be okay, right? So it's not that you know processed fatty fast foods aren't the healthiest choice or that cigarettes aren't the healthiest choice. That's not the discussion. The discussion is if you consume them too much, too often, every day, et cetera, now we get a problem. Okay, so if, that, if you're tracking with my logic there, how much is too much? Are you putting your head right by the wall at night when you sleep and that's where your electrical lines are? Would you want a cell tower on your on your house? Would you want power lines going directly over your house? Most people, without being educated or being an engineer, being any of these things, would naturally say, well, no, Curtis, I, I don't want the power lines right over my house. I don't want the cell tower right on my house. But unfortunately with the electronic devices that we use today, the internet of things, the TV being smart, your phone being smart, your electrical meter being a smart meter, the cell towers and the 5G that's coming, that's actually what's happened to us. We are actually living in many cases around this enormous amount of e-pollution and the effects of that are now becoming known. It's like, man, in, in in the 20s, World War I, they put cigarettes in the GI's kit, right? And I've seen TV commercials from the 50s where the doctor says the pregnant woman should smoke, right? Later, we knew that just that wasn't good advice. Rome delivered water via the aqueducts in a marvel of engineering for hundreds of years. They didn't know that lead and lead pipes and lead plumbing caused lead poisoning and drove you mad. 1975, asbestos is the biggest number one building material. And then in 1978, we're familiar with mesothelioma. How about the plastic, the chemicals in plastic, like PBA, that leach from a plastic water bottle maybe into your drinking? And so they, they've made laws now about what plastics you can build babies' toys out of them, babies' chew toys, lead in paint. 
I mean, come on, the, the list is so long of something that changes in technology or changes in the modern world. And after some lag time, we begin to realize that it's harming people. And then after some lag time, we know that it becomes harmful and the rules change. And we're about 25 years into the really technological devices, pads, tablets, phones of this. And guess what, Curtis? It's making people sick. People like my son, not everyone's affected by it the same way. Not everybody that smokes get lungs cancer, right? Not everybody. You know, not everybody that, you know, eats something immediately puts on weight. Our, our bodies, our metabolisms and things are different. So people are affected by it differently at different levels. But now we're seeing it and this big rise of things like, you know, autism and fibromyalgia that, you know, just weren't huge issues 30 years have now, you know, reached epidemic and pandemic levels. We know that something in our world has changed. Well, speaking of that, let's talk about something like 5G. You kind of hear things like they could cause viruses or, or they could cause all kind of health issues. Talk about some of the health issues that e-pollution causes and as well as do you believe 5G can help viruses grow or or you think that's just kind of a conspiracy theory? Well, let's talk about some things that we do know. So I love to take some of the conspiracy theory stuff out of it because there are things that that as humans we know. So when I was a kid, you got FM and AM radio, right? And when you are in town, you got FM. Now, when you got out of town, the, the AM or the FM no longer worked. You had to listen to AM. Well, why? Okay, well, it's the size of that wave. The AM wave from the top of it, right down to the bottom of the trough, is blocks long. Blocks long. This is a really big wave. So it can travel a long ways and trees and things don't necessarily easily interrupt it. The FM wave from the top of the peak to the bottom of the trough of this wave, imagine it, you know, like a wave on the ocean or a wave on the, on the sea, that is about six feet. There's a big difference, right, between six feet and two blocks. So the FM wave is much more easily blocked by trees or whatever else. The 5G wave is a millimeter wave. And so we've gone now from six feet down to a millimeter or two. This wave is very easily blocked. So the tower has to be much closer to you. So I talked about this a little bit too. Do you want the cell tower on your house? Well, no, but unfortunately... 5G, just the way the wave works, the way it scientifically operates, it has to be a lot closer to you. Okay, that's number one. Now, a wave has two major attributes to it. One is the frequency. Now, the frequency is how often that wave crests. So think about being at a lake. The waves come in. The waves come in at a steady pace. Now, think about being on the beach in Hawaii. Man, that big wave sucks out. It just sucks. It goes clear down the beach. Seems like it goes a block out, almost sucks all the water off the beach, and it builds this big wave, and then boom, crash, he comes in. Frequency is how often that wave hits the beach. 
So at the lake, you have a higher frequency than in Hawaii. So imagine the Hawaii wave being AM radio. Now imagine the beach wave being FM radio. Now imagine if something was just hitting like this, that's 5G, that's this millimeter wave. So a, a wave has two parts. Number one, number, number one is frequency. How many times is it hitting you? Number two is intensity. How hard is it hitting you? Now, Curtis, I want you to pretend that I'm, I'm punching you in the arm. So that punch has two aspects to it. Number one, how hard am I hitting you? Lightly tapping you or am I really slugging you? And number two, how many times am I hitting you in a moment? Okay, so those two things. Now, let's say that I'm punching your arm and it's not super hard, but it's in the same spot. In a minute, that's going to get sore, right? But instead, I'm moving it around, I'm moving it up and down your arm. I'm moving it on your back. Ooh, that's actually kind of nice. That's called a massage. And now I'm charging you 100 bucks an hour. <laughs> okay, so what happens is these waves coming at us, have an intensity. How hard are they hitting me? How many times are they hitting me? And am I at rest or am I moving around? When you're moving around, those waves hitting you in different spots, again, you know, it's kind of like getting punched can turn into a massage because I'm moving around. If I'm in one spot, it's hitting that same spot. Now I'm starting to get sore. Well, guess what? These waves are real big at your desk. All this computer stuff. What are you doing? You're sitting still. These waves get you at night laying down. You're laying in bed. This is a time when your body should be recovering, resting, repairing. Your brain organizes. Your body does its thing. If you're constantly getting interrupted by these waves, are you sleeping your best? I'll tell you right now, you're not sleeping your best. When we were young, or at least, you know, I'm an older guy. And 20 years ago, it seemed like I needed maybe five or six hours of sleep. I would go down like I'd been shot with a, a tranquilizer dart. And I'd wake up for the most part feeling pretty good. Now, I'm a fit guy. I run triathlons. I work out every day. I run Spartan races. I'm a fit dude. But I oftentimes, even after eight hours, do not feel rested. Some of that my age, potentially, of course, right? But it also seems like most people I know used to need six hours. Now, they're not feeling great after eight. Here's another aspect. And this is not conspiracy theory. This, this is just asking fellow humans. When I was a kid, I would have these vivid dreams. And the first part of waking up every day was, ooh, was I dreaming? Is that real? Did that really happen? Is this really happening? Oh, I'm in bed. It's a dream. A lot of people I know haven't had a really good, vivid dream in years. Not when where they wake up in the morning confused, is this real or not? But when they were a kid, they did. So one of the things that's happening by this bombardment of waves is that your brain can hear them, that your brain can pick them up. And so it has a trouble getting into that deep theta or that good REM sleep that you need. So no matter how long you're in bed, you don't feel as rested as you would. Like I tell a lot of people, I sleep the best camping. Now it's not very comfortable. It's too hot or too cold. There's always a stick somehow in your back. But when you wake up, you feel the best. And many contend that that's because in nature, when you're on the ground, you're in that good Schumann frequency. That's 7.3 hertz. That's the Earth's resonance frequency. And you're not being bombarded by all these waves. So is it conspiracy theory or not? It seems to me that anything that kept you from resting well would be bad for your health. Anything that kept you from repairing well 
would be bad for your health. Anything that made you emotionally feel at dis-ease would be bad for your health. So does it exasperate virus? I don't think we have to make that leap to say you're going to be better equipped to fend off anything if you're in a good physical state. And if you're in a diminished physical state, doesn't it naturally follow that you're going to be more susceptible to these things? That's how I'd answer that. So let's talk about your company and how you're helping other people that are trying to deal with electromagnetic hyper hypersensitivity and what made you start this company and come up with these solutions. You know, as I began to really believe for myself that this e-pollution was harmful, very little existed to counteract it. And I, I was made fun of, you know, no, you're, you're dealing and trading in fear this is super pseudoscience. Again, you know, put on the tinfoil hat. But I'll I'll tell you what, man, if it's your kid, you will put up, you will put up with a lot. You will you will overcome a lot if it's your child. So we just started with, hey, what are the things that cause it? Your smartphone, your tablet, your pad, your computer, your Wi-Fi router, cell towers. Number one, let's turn some of this stuff off. At night, Curtis, I'm helping you right now as your new friend. When you go to bed at night, do not have your phone and these other things plugged in in your room. Don't do it. Turn them all the way off. Not oh, don't worry. I, I keep them downstairs. <laughs> okay, me too. So I literally keep them on a different floor that I sleep on as well. That's, 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 that's absolutely brilliant advice. So number one, let's, let's turn off some of the things. Like one thing, OBD just wants to sell you something. No, 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 I don't. I'm willing to, and I've got great stuff. But, but if you, a person can, it's like, do you smoke cigarettes? Oh, it's okay. I put a filter on it. Okay, put in a filter on it. It's better, but you should really not smoke. Okay, so, so our products are filters. You're really better served as my fellow humans if you just turn this stuff off. Get some time away from it. Get some time in nature. Try to be cognizant of these causes. Turn your Wi-Fi off at night. But maybe you can't because, you know, you live in an apartment complex or, you know, utility has already put a smart meter on your house outside your control. So number one, we take action. We're smart, capable people. We take action to turn some of these things off. Use them less. Turn off the Wi-Fi at night. Get the stuff out of our room at night. That's number one. Now, number two, we have designed... We engineered and manufactured in Montana the finest line of e-pollution filters, dirty electricity filters, EMF shields for the dirty electricity and the Wi-Fi that's trying to embark our homes and potentially steal our family's health. And so at our website, SATIC USA, S-A-T-I-C USA, you can see our patents, you can see our white papers, our engineering I have an all-star cast of engineers and engineers from MIT and University of Washington. And we have designed a line of products that enable any human being to take their power back, to protect themselves and the people that they care about, lower the exposure to dirty electricity, and hopefully improve personal health and well-being. So go into some of the products, because I know they have things like for the phone, they got privacy pouches. So tell us about the line of products that you have. You bet. So we talked about these waves, right? Where do waves land? They land on an antenna. 
Man, when I was a kid, cars had antennas. Cars haven't had antennas in 20 years. They got like a shark fin now, right? When I was a kid, it was just a piece of aluminum and it was an antenna. And that's where those waves would land. Well, we live in homes with wiring. And, you know, my antenna on my car growing up was maybe two feet long and it was aluminum. Well, we know that copper is a better conductor. And the wiring in our home is maybe a quarter mile long, if all stretched out, maybe longer, high quality copper wiring. So what's happened? I am now living inside this super antenna. And so 4G and the 5G and the cell and the satellites and dish and cell towers and all this communication stuff is now permeating my home and landing on that antenna. The electricity coming in from the grid or from solar, from wherever is coming in on the grid and then circling my house, constantly circling through the wires in my house. It's bad. So the main product that we make is called Power Perfect. And we make plug-in filters that you just plug it into the wall and it immediately cleans, filters, removes the EMF and interference and distortion from that whole leg of power in your home. Now, your home has two legs of power. They're each 120. That's why people say 120, 240. Everybody's house is 120, 240 because you have two two arms of 120. Anytime you put those together, you get 240. So that's really the only difference. So you need two of them, Curtis. You need to put one on an A phase and the other on B. And by plugging those in, you have removed all of that distortion and all of that EMF that's landing on your super antenna. Many people can feel them the minute they plug them in. So you say, well, how do I know? The instructions are very clear. You can't mess it up. When you get your product, you can see exactly where you need to plug them in. One of the other things that we sell is our meter. We make one of the finest meters, an EMI meter, electromagnetic interference distortion meter. It's a wired meter. You plug it into an outlet and it tells you right then how much distortion you've got. It tells you how much dirty electricity you have. So maybe you don't need our stuff. Maybe if you if you plug this in and turn things off, you'd be okay. And that's really ideal. If not, if you have higher levels than desirable of dirty electricity, you plug these units in and they will instantly drop it by 90, 95% right in front of your eyes, right on the meter. Now we also make one that wires in at your breaker panel. This will clean, filter all the electricity coming in for the whole home. It is a robust surge protector. And usually with our products, people's power bill goes down about eight or maybe 12%. So it's not huge. It doesn't change your life. You know, I tell people all the time, it doesn't make your life, but it sure makes your day, you know, <laughs> because your bill goes down because now see some other things that people have noticed. Sometimes when you plug your phone in to charge it, it gets really hot, like really hot, like unusual. You don't have to be a PhD engineer to just know that's not right. Something's abnormal. Something unique in this moment is happening. Your phone is really hot. You have a lot of dirty electricity. And so your DVR is hot. Your TV is hot. The back of your fridge is hot. These things are hotter than they've ever been before in history because our electricity is so dirty. So when you clean that electricity, your phone charges fast and charges cool. Your DVR and your TV, they're cooler. Back of your fridge is cooler. Your power bill has to go down. It has to because they're being warmed from the electricity that's not efficiently being used. It's reactive power, right? It's, it's total power or VA it gets turned into heat. 
So do you really want to pay your power bill to make your stuff hot? No, you probably don't. It's not good for your stuff. And in the summer months, your air conditioner is trying to fight it. So your air conditioner is running like crazy, but the back of your fridge is so warm, they're, they're canceling each other out. So it's a huge waste of electricity. So by the plug-in or the wiring units, your power bill goes down. Now, one of the big culprits of dirty electricity is our lighting, CFL, compact fluorescent lamp, and LED, light-emitting diode. By the operation of each of these light sources, they create dirty electricity. So we have the only clean light that we're aware of. Surely somebody else may have invented it somewhere else. They're not online or, or on market that we can find. Our LEDs use very few watts, 9 to 12 watts. They operate cool to the touch. They never get hot. You can reach up. It's been on for an hour. Reach up and take it out. They do not add to the dirty electricity. They're beautiful. They last for years and don't go into landfill. And the last thing that we make is our field shield. This is a piece, you know, like a stiff cardboard feeling poster, aluminum. It's 99.9% polished aluminum which is a conductor, a closed cell polyethylene foam. We then have a proprietary blend of ceramic titanium dioxide that we get from a NASA supplier that does paint coatings for NASA and EMF white paint, which is a black carbon paint that absorbs EMF. And so you can put this on the wall. If that's where your electricity meter is, you can put it on the wall by the head of your bed to shield you between that electricity and the wall or put it in between your mattress and box spring so that as all these waves penetrate, you're no longer the path of least resistance being water, which you are. You are electrically conductant. So with these products, you can not create the dirty electricity in your own house, filter what's coming in, the electricity, filter what's on the super antenna that's your wiring, and then shield you maybe where you sit or where you rest. So in some places, they have the power lines underground. Do you feel like that's better to prevent a pollution or the same as the overhead power lines? Yeah, it's actually certainly better for, for e-pollution for the most part. Again, you wouldn't want it going directly under your home, right? But you're going to have a lot more resistance then and shielding than just naturally provided by the earth. So that is superior for e-pollution. Okay, well, let's talk about, do you have any upcoming products that you're developing or, or anything that you're working on, any courses, any books? Tell us about some projects that SATA Solar is working on, Static Solar. Yeah, Static Solar, that's, that's wonderful. And so I tell people all the time, you know, we are a large solar dealer in Montana, but the solar in our name is really not because we install solar. Solar, unfortunately, makes very dirty electricity, and I'm a huge solar proponent. I love alternative fuels. I love renewable energy. Again, we are the largest solar installer in Western Montana, potentially the biggest in our state, so I am a proponent for solar. However, solar panels make direct current. You need an inverter to create a sine wave to feed your home alternating current. Okay. The process of that creates dirty electricity. And so what happens is the, the, the family home now has excited levels of interference, distortion, and EMF. And those are what dirty electricity is. People ask, well, what is dirty electricity? How does electricity get dirty? Well, it's electricity that is not within a standardized parameter. 
Well, what's that mean? Well, you know, you've heard, you know, 120 and 240. The voltage should be 120. The sine wave should be 60 hertz. That wave should hit the beach 60 times per second. There should only be one wave. There shouldn't be multiple waves. So imagine you're at the lake now and then a, the natural waves are coming in, but then a ski boat goes by and that throws that big V and it makes waves. Then a jet ski goes by. Oh, this, the, um, the boat was pulling a skier and those waves. And then you've got all these boats crisscrossing. There's all these waves. Well, in nature, there would only be one set of waves, the lake's natural waves, right? Caused by the wind or whatever else. That would be the only one. All the boat waves and the jet ski waves, those would be extra. Those are dirty waves, if you will, on the lake. And so that's what happens to your electricity. You get all these other waves, all these other frequencies, and those become dirty electricity. Solar is notorious for this. And you also have power coming from the grid. You've got it coming from your panels. So we make the solar power perfect box. And the solar power perfect box was designed to work well with solar so that you can still go solar. You can still lower your bill. You can still use renewable energy, but also clean, filter, and reduce the dirty electricity in your home. And so we are launching right now our own training series and our new EMF guide, SADC's practical guide to reducing EMF and e-pollution in today's modern world. So many of the things that we talked about today, Curtis, where, what are the, what is the definition and where does it come from? What devices in my world cause it? Can I turn them off or avoid them? And then how do I block it, stop it and shield it and how to take practical measures to hopefully, you know, lessen your amount of e-pollution that you're being exposed to and hopefully improve, you know, health and, and attitude. And, and that's, that's why we're here. I believe that you know, a meaning to life is to be happy, that we were designed to, to be happy. And most of us instead suffer a heck of a lot more stress and worry than we do love and smiles. And that's a shame. We're exposed to a lot of things that cause us anxiety, oftentimes grieve our hearts or cause us dis-ease. And then we, we can't play full out maybe and be the big, beautiful, giving person that we were designed to be. So, if you can have better sleep, if you can have better health, if you can have a better attitude, suffer less anxiety or dis-ease, then the quality of your life is markedly and miserably improved. And so your interactions with other humans are going to be better. And so I think that's something that we all look for as humans. That's something that we all owe to ourselves and to each other as you know, fellow creatures on this planet. Well, let's go ahead and give out your contact information, give out your website and your social media links so people can connect with you and learn more about e-pollution and everything that you're doing to help the community. Well, I really appreciate that. Our main website is SATIC. That's our company name, S-A-T-I-C. And people say, where'd you get that name? That's an acronym. That stands for Sinusoidal Waveform Technology Incorporated. We had to make it into a word, and that's that's where SATIC comes from, S-A-T-I-C. And our main company website is SATICUSA.com, and our store is SATICShield.com. And anybody that visits SATIC Shield and puts in the customer code CJ. For Curtis Jackson, we're going to give every single listener 10% off the entire store for loving us enough to listen to us 
and to visit our store. And if you go to the store, because you heard it on this podcast, then we're going to give you 10% off anything you have, anything that you get at the checkout, and you're going to save that money. So we really appreciate you having us on, Curtis. It's telling people who we are and what we do, and that letting people know that this is real. And if they're suffering some of these things, that there's hope, even if it's free and free help, because you can do a lot of it yourself. We want people to have it. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming on. It's been an enlightening conversation. And guys, make sure you put in that code CJ. Go deal with your e-pollution problems and feel better. BD, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure as well. Thank you so much. And listeners, please be sure to follow, rate, review after listening. And if you are an Android user, go to the Google Play Store, download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.